This is, this is the In The Black Podcast. In The Black, bro. Hands <laughs> down, one of the this best is. podcasts I ever heard, though. I like that <laughs> Well, bro, getting tested after you got it is death. After you got it, don't do shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fucking, uh, what's his name? Listen. Uh, Idris Elba got tested after the fact and shit. The Rock got tested after the fact. All of them had it. And they were talking about how that's like the worst challenge they've ever had in their lives. Like it was a struggle to deal with Detroit. So think about it. And these is healthy cats. That's, what, that's what I'm money saying. Money too, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yo, check this out. Since you was talking about Ciroc and... Uh, <laughs> And all that other shit. I know how you how you drink your shit. <laughs> Have any of you guys heard that St. Ides had like a mystic drink before? Yeah. It's like a fruit Ives drink mystic? or something? Yeah, I remember yeah, St. Ives bro. mystic. It was a fruit yeah. malt liquor? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. bro. Yeah, okay. I hey, never the fruit, heard the shit. The fruity, the fruity malt liquor is a real thing, man. Listen, it's a my guy. large market of that shit. I had Co- never heard of it before. College kids. Never heard college? of it before. Apparently, it's a big thing or was a big thing in New York. Because my wife started oh, talking about it. I was yeah. like, so you was drinking malt liquor Kool-Aid when you was like in the late 90s? She's like, it was a big thing. I'm looking like, what? Yeah. I had never, had never heard of it. Even the Korean corner store around my house, none of them ever had some bullshit like that. Oh, see, where you grew up in suburb land, bro. With Yo, are you for real? <laughs> White that's, that's, what, that's what we doing? Tom on one side, Karen on the other I side. Thought you, I thought you was the homie. That's what we're doing? Okay. I understand. I understand. But so, you really so, don't know that? Nah, had no clue. Had no clue. It just it just sounded yeah. like the most niggerish stuff I'd ever heard in my life. Kool-Aid malt liquor, like what the fuck? That is the blackest. Who they sold to? It's a Kool-Aid malt liquor, my guy. It's like fruity malt liquor. Like that's the shit that you see. That's the shit you see a commercial for, like at the end of BET Uncut. Like what type of bullshit is that? Red Bull and mixed it with Hennessy. Like we. Oh, that's normal. That was normal. That was normal. That was normal. Man, so check this out. You know that we joke amongst ourselves as melanated people about our hues, right? You know, it's a lot of dark skin jokes, a lot of light skin jokes, a lot of that stuff that goes on. Sometimes to our detriment, because I know that on many occasions I've gotten messages from people telling me that I'm a self-hater because I make so many jokes about light skin people. And uh, run deep in your blood. I mean, it is what it is. I don't know how to. Don't that shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't like white people. You don't like. You know, <laughs> I don't like like skinny people. I, yeah, I guess it had to be a spectrum somewhere. It had. I mean, you gotta find balance. You gotta find balance. So, imagine how it warmed my cold black heart when one of our co-hosts' wife tagged me in a message this week. Making a joke about light skinned people. <clears throat> Elgin, so let me ask you, you a question. So what do you look, what do you look, what do you look like when you be going to the gym, my guy? <laughs> because because, when, because when, your, when your girl had tagged me in a message and said, I know you're going to get a kick out of this, and there's a picture of Prince looking extra Prince like. <laughs> As flamboyant as he wanted to be, he said, how light-skinned dudes dress when they go into the gym. I lost my goddamn mind. I said, I know L is going to get mad at you because I'm going to use this shit on the show. But I want to let you know you're the homie for giving me this ammunition tonight. Shout out to the wife. Uh, No doubt. Nope. (laughs) See? It'd be, your own, folk. It'd be your own fault. It'd be your own fault. You God, set this up. It'd be your own fault. And I, I'm not even going to kill <laughs> the truck. He's going be your own people. I ain't going to kill the truck. We're going to let O get this one off. Because if we yeah. look at the date of that post, we, we, we can have a different conversation. But we ain't, <laughs> I ain't going to kill the date of the post, but the fact that she felt it was so relevant to bring it back from my because of so that jokes. I could use it against you, sir. Is what made me so happy. <laughs> I'm so glad, bro. It's about time you get one. Goodness gracious. 
Oh, you know, you a year change to catch up, but hey, all right. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you know the worst part about it. The show that you guys did a few weeks back, yeah. and oh, I wasn't God. on, and you were like, that nigga ran out of baby oil or some bullshit. <laughs> My aunt watched the show and was like, what's going on with the baby oil? <laughs> I, said, I said, mommy, don't listen to that, man. They just, you know, it's just like, you didn't tell her why you ran out of baby oil? You're light skin, man. I, I have no idea why. Talks. Talks. That's some shit. You said what? Oh you lied to your people. I don't understand why. This is this see, it's that light skin madness. I'm trying to tell hey, you, my guy. Your aunt, your aunt was young once. So <laughs> <laughs> is that why you always so greasy? Like what the fuck? Hey, it was a mystery solved in the family. <laughs> Oh God! You stupid. Yes. Welcome, welcome, mm-hmm. welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again is the Incredible in the Black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world, and covering it all from the perspective of three grown ass men that love to make good trouble. I am your host, Big O, Mister in the Black himself. But you know, I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of the locks. Crush hey. Hey. What everybody? Hey. 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 This nigga. I got to be Styles. Listen, I listen. Hold I'll on. be chic all never. day. I'll, I'll stay never. Chic. I got you can be chic. You can be chic. Will you ain't Styles? L, say what's up, man. How y'all doing? So simple. Well, after all that noise, dog. That's that's how you got. It had to happen happen one day. (laughs) Damn, I mean, you've been asking for it all this damn time. I finally. I've been asking you to tame yourself for quite some time. Ratings matter. Listen, man, I only got to give you 30 seconds of this, so you better hurry up. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Just about to go crazy any moment. And if you Literally. love content like this, please make sure to follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're checking us out on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit that thumbs up button. It really helps us out a lot. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, please, Boogie, tell these folks how they can become part of the family. Hey, man, run on over to the www.intheblackpodcast website. And in the right-hand corner, usually O would have this on my screen, so I would not have to recite it off the top of my head because <laughs> I'm usually going to production, function. Production, production, what, production. what is wrong with you, man? <laughs> what is wrong with you? But in the right-hand corner, man, click the Become Member of the Family tab. There you can see all of our swag. You can see all different types of things, ways to contribute to what we are building here. Yes. And... I want to send a great shout out to a number of people who have reached out and been incredibly supportive to what we're doing. My aunt is actually listening right now. Denise Fortune. Love you. Thank you for coming. Shout out to Miss Fortune. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you for putting up with this this knucklehead here. Yeah. I mean, you you must have had a good influence on him somewhere. Hey, I'm still here. So she just knows. She's she's still influencing him is the real thing, my guy. (laughs) I'm sorry, Denise. I I apologize. I have a little bit of home training. Just a little bit. (laughs) Hey, man, please check out the website. Become a member of the Patreon. If you just want to donate, uh, Cash App, Dollar Sign, Elgin Bailey, feel free to come through. Oh, I'm sorry. Dollar sign in the black PDCST, comma, dollar sign. <laughs> come on, get it together. Get it together. This come on, come on. Monday, Monday, Monday. Come on. They should. They should have never gave you fools money. I'm just trying to tell you. They should have never gave you fools money. But yes, indeed, man. Uh, we're about to jump into the meat and potatoes of it all, man. Tonight's black box letter actually comes from Bernadette. Uh, Bernadette writes, Hello, wonderful black men. Let me first say that I'm glad that you guys are back. I can honestly say that I've missed the uncaged shenanigans you three get into on the show. Whether it's light-skinned or dark-skinned shenanigans, I'm what? here for it. 
I want to get your thoughts on the fact that the Academy Awards will now have rules for inclusion if films want to be nominated for an award. As a gay black woman, part of me thinks that this is an incredible idea. We've been beating the drum for inclusion and diversity for a long time. Hashtag Oscar so white. But the other more cynical part of me can already hear the cries for affirmative action and other such nonsense. Not to mention that the rules won't be taking effect until 2024, which makes me feel like there may be foolishness afoot. What do you think? P.S. Why did Crush look like he wanted to hide under a table when you guys were talking about homemade sex videos last week? You guys must have traumatized him. P.P.S. I'm going to pick up a couple of your teas for my brothers. Love what you're doing. Keep doing it. So thank you, Bernadette, for that. Uh, but just in case, if you have been unaware or you are unaware. Um, Back to the stories conversation. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Can I, can I continue? You're going to remember, you know, bring it back to remembrance. I don't can, can I can I continue? Homemade. Is that all right? Okay. So in June, the Academy, the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts and Talk Sciences. And stuff? Oh my God, Jesus! Can I can I can I go? Can can I do my thing? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, thank you. So in June, the Academy of Motion Pictures and Sciences, which oversees the Oscars, said that it would it would have a diversity component to the Oscar race. On Tuesday, it explained how it's going to work. Beginning in 2024, with that that Oscars, the 96th Oscar, I think it is, films hoping to qualify for Best Picture will have to meet inclusion standards both on camera and behind the scenes. To meet on-screen representation standard, at least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors must be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. Whether that means Asian, Hispanic, Black, Indigenous, Native American, Middle Eastern, North African, Native Hawaiian, or other Pacific Islander. There are alternatives. 30% of all actors in secondary or more minor roles could come from two of the following categories. Women, LGBTQ, and an underrepresented racial or ethnic group, or those with cognitive or physical disabilities or the main storyline must focus on an underrepresented group. So beginning in 2022, films aiming for the top award will have to turn in a confidential inclusion standard form. In 2024, they will have to meet two of the four standards. So based on what I've just said to you now, what do you guys think about this whole thing? I'll go first. Um, Please. Because <laughs> L looks like he's hooked on phonics right now. Go ahead, Phil. I mean, on on its on, on, on its on its face on its face, it sounds um, uh, a bit patronizing, a little absurd to uh, enforce something like this, um, or, to, or to try to impose a rule structure around inclusion. I mean. But on the other hand, it could open the door for more opportunities for directors and writers from those communities to make more movies that can that could be that could qualify for these awards. That's one way of looking at it. That you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be about you know enforcing it on you know every on, on a certain amount of movies, but rather leaving the door open for those groups to come in. You know, like all with like for example with Netflix, where they pretty much open the, the the globe up in terms of directors, actors, and things like that. Um, so that is one way of looking at it. But I just, I mean, but a part of it does feel this feels I just doesn't feel realistic. I mean, it doesn't it it doesn't feel like I mean I mean to to have to enforce something like this feels feels strange. It feels off. Um, I don't think you know this is something that we shouldn't have to necessarily enforce as much as just open up the you know just open up the the just open up the, uh, the, the open the field up you know just to allow those smaller houses to, quali- to qualify I mean, allow those other those other distribution companies from overseas to to uh, allow more funding for more directors to allow their films to to, to 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 come to light allow them to compete in the marketplace you know more. 
open up the marketplace more for their film because their films are being made in these communities they're yeah. being made i mean there are classics going back to the 70s made by these by, by, by people of all backgrounds but they just don't get the chance to enter these arenas to be to, to compete with the rest i'm not sure if it even matters really because they've made but maybe if it matters to because i know what it is to be an artist and to want certain accolades and to want certain acknowledgement but you know um so maybe in that regard i mean I, i'm hoping something like this as ridiculous as it seems could open up an opportunity for those directors and actors that i know personally who've been working for years but for an opportunity for them to to compete to compete with the rest of the uh rest of the industry but mm. i don't know i i don't i i, I mean for, for one i yeah I, I definitely foresee someone <laughs> someone uh messing this up <laughs> i'm okay I don't. I, want, I don't want to curse. You know what I'm saying. I, mean, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I definitely foresee someone um, com- completely, uh, or someone making some, you know, what some some trying to make what they think is a rational argument about what they chose to do that year, and it's going to just turn to this whole thing, and I, and then unions will get involved, and that will be a whole bunch of fun. Uh, so I, I I don't know. I don't. I, I'm, I'm very skeptical myself. It seems patronizing. L looked like he wanted to shit a brick. So go ahead, L. Go ahead. Literally, uh, or throw up the bullshit that I just listened to just now <laughs> from these people. Uh, first off, shout out to Bernadette for this wonderful question. Uh, it's a a a great question. I don't like this. Uh, I am not for forced diversity. I am not one who believes that you should or can legislate this type of situation. I don't think opening up the doors for people to um, essentially force creatives to include people in their creativity that their creative thought and imagination was not intended for. Uh, I don't know how you legislate this. I think it's, it's, not the way that we go and I also initially thought there was no black people in the room for this shit like I, I can't think of a group of black people getting together and said hey let's force the academy to do this shit and the biggest question is when's the last time y'all motherfuckers watched the academy awards in the first damn place mm. uh, I, I can't even think of a time where I've actually sat back and said you know oh shit the Oscars are on tonight. The Oscars are on. Let me go ahead and catch it. Anybody, black folks ain't watching that shit. But again, it's one of those situations where predominantly white power structures are doing things to try to... I won't even be harsh and say to try to stay relevant or pander. They feel like they're trying to do something in the midst of all of this stuff that's taking place. They're trying their best to do, and I'm, I'm trying to be gracious towards them because I, I really am sick of these diversity initiatives, these diversity moves, because again, and here's the reason why I am anti-diversity and yeah, anti-equality. I'm anti-equality and anti-diversity because in order for something to be equal, those who are in power have to give up some of their power to the part of the people who do not have power in order for them to be equal footing. So that would mean the people who have the predominant amount of power in this country would literally have to willingly give up their power to black folks in order for equality to take place. Never in a time in history have you ever seen a power group give up their power to another lesser power group, particularly in instances when they're making much of their money off of that lesser power group. Meaning, white folks are not going to give up their power to black people when they are making much of their money off of black existence, black function, black death, a variety of black things. They're not going to give us those types of things. And I don't think black folks are looking for these white companies to do that. We're looking for a fair share. We're looking for equal footing. And if these white companies want to open up the vault and cut some checks 
and give up some seats of power, let's ask the question of how many black people are on the academy who make the decisions to decide best picture. Best who who is how many black people are making those type of decisions? Because those are the type of decisions that actually are going to affect real change. But I'm not so stringent in my thought process that I can't say, okay, this is can be beneficial to some black folks. This this can actually help some black folks in their career path to get this because getting an academy award is not like you know you're getting an extra fry and a damn happy meal this is something that looks good on your resume to have an academy award so it could be beneficial to black people but it does not solve or even go towards solving our issues yeah so I'm I'm of a mixed mind. I, I feel much like the way you Bernadette feels. You're Mr. Splinter. Go ahead. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Yeah, in the streets, in the streets, we fight like. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, I'm much like Bernadette. I am of a mixed mind. Okay, I do feel that we've been pushing for this requirement, for lack of a better description, for quite some time now. It wasn't so long ago that the hashtag Oscar So White was flourishing all sure, over the place. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think it was back in 2015, either 2015 or 2016, mm. when the Oscars was held, that yeah. they did a, uh, I think it was BuzzFeed, either BuzzFeed or one of these other editorials, that essentially sampled, sampled all of the dialogue from every film that was up for best film. All the dialogue for every film that was up for best film that came from a person of color, a black person or a person of color. Sure. Latino, Asian, whatever the case may be. The total time of dialogue for every person of color in those films came out to six minutes and change. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Six minutes and change of dialogue, of you seeing someone that looked like you, that represented you in the films that were supposed to be the best of all films for that year. So I can understand with a hashtag like Oscar So White and the noise that we've been making about inclusion and also even in the midst of where we are now with the riots and the protests and George Floyd and all of these things that the Academy would want to take a step back and say, okay, we need to do something. Fair. Now, is that something this? I don't know. It makes me feel kind of dirty to think that this is the mechanism that you would be using to bring inclusion and diversity into the films. And this is the reason why. We already have a host of issues when it comes to affirmative action, right? Even though we know the beneficiaries, who affirmative action was created for and who the true beneficiaries of affirmative action are, are not the same base. And my assumption is, once again, unfortunately, that we're going to run into a situation where the people that are benefiting from these things won't be the people that it was intended for. So that's why I said I feel kind of awkward about, I, like, I, I can see where they're going, but at the same time, it's like, ugh, I don't know. What I, really wish, it's gonna, it's I really gonna, wish. It's going to look forced. When it, when yeah. It's going to look forced. Exactly. It, it robs now. them of the creativity, but I really wish that black watch, and watch, and watch one director complain like, about 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 having to, I think, about having to adapt his script and da da da. da. Then your movie ain't going, dude. I mean, the script he might have an script. argument. How is it? Oh, that is the whole premise of this this proposal. Is that if I am a creative and I write a story. In order for me to get recognized for a particular award, I have to implant and put something in my story in order to recognize that may not have been part of the creative process. If I'm a creative, I can understand why somebody would feel that type of way. I, I don't know, man. And the reason but, why I, but, I, I can understand you wanted to create but, your story, right? But at the same time, what we're essentially saying at this point is that black people, women, LGBTQ, disabled people, they exist in the real world. They do not operate in a vacuum. Sure they do. So when you have shows like Friends that garner all this damn attention for years on years and you don't see any people of color but you know what you did see? Come on, dog. You saw a a bunch of Negroes watching Friends? 
Don't I act like not part of black folks. No, I wasn't either because I thought it was trash. Yeah, I working around white people like that. But I'm just saying, from the creative standpoint, I can see the argument that would be made. I don't. I just wish that black folks would get out of this diversity race that folks is dealing with. I just don't think it's beneficial. It feels feels Mm. like it feels like you know, like running in mud. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, um, I don't know. I, I I don't feel like forcing anybody to do anything. You know, I don't think it works. Yeah, I, I, I just, yeah. I don't know. I'm probably mm-hmm. forcing anybody to do anything. They do do it. It's it's, it's not, not a genuine it's not heart sincere. change type of thing. There, there won't be there won't be a commitment. There yeah. won't be a commitment. I, I won't be able to really trust you, will I? And white, well, black folks is not watching these white ass movies anyway. Well, like, you'd be surprised, man. There are folks oh, who are really watching that, it. That you're watching it. I I'm not watching the Academy yes, Awards. Yes, you man. are. I know. Listen, I know, <laughs> listen, I know how white people are watching. I know oh, that there's folks sorry. listen okay. to the okay. show that are oh, watching. You did that on purpose. You dropped your wife on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that shuts your monkey ass up. <laughs> God damn it. But no, in all jokes aside, there are already people complaining about it. And much to the, uh, to the uh, argument that Elle is making already, Christy Alley has been catching some heat. Now, Christy Alley famously known from Cheers, right? I mean, people really haven't known her outside of Weight Watchers commercials, but I mean that's a anyway Trump whatever. But who was trying to sleep with the dude? Yeah. yeah. Well, so you watched Cheers, but you wasn't watching Friends. I knew who she was. Whatever. So anyway, so she came out recently and said that she's really against this whole thing, and she said, "Can you imagine telling Picasso what he had to be in his fucking paintings? You people have lost your mind. Control artists, control individual thought, Oscar." Orwell. So she's not she's not about the shits right now. She's not liking this whole inclusion. And I, thing. Folks and I know trying a lot to of other drag her and like call her racist and everything for that shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she might be because she is white. I mean, what I mean, I mean, what she said that doesn't mean that she is, but it doesn't mean she isn't. So let's, let's, let's make sure we get that squared away. But I mean, it seems like how do you feel? The clears are agreeing with you, L. The clears, I listen, man. The clears know racism better than some Negroes do, but that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. But no, no, I don't know. It's it's a tough road because I think as you're trying to make these, trying to make these gains, there's going to be criticism and probably just unwarranted criticism. But the only way you're going to ask some questions. Repeat that, right? should be criticizing critically analysis these type of decisions should be a prerequisite no, like these companies right. have this, like ah, yo it's 100%. gonna be some negro on a podcast named big l who's gonna say this is some dumbass shit how do we respond to him <laughs> nah, you should be spot on because at the end of the day i mean you're go- we're gonna have these issues we're gonna try and make these gains we have to have a critical eye about it and i think ultimately in the process of having that critical eye we we can tailor the moves that we're trying to make to make it one, make more sense and two, to be more effective. So I think this is just step one. Who knows when 2024, 2025, 2026 comes along, maybe the rules will be changed somehow. I maybe mean, they I might mean, make, adjustments maybe, to make it more I mean, palatable, I guess. Well, I, I, maybe, maybe they'll make it more labor focused. You know what I'm saying? Production. Lighting, I wouldn't have a big cur- right, right, writing rooms. Um, mm-hmm. The intern programs, um, the the pickups. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, they, I mean, they, they I mean, also have, it, it's going to affect those people that they have behind the scenes as well. Now, how much well, that weighs towards it? I, I mean, well, see, is it yeah, going to weigh more if the person now, has more people in the movie versus behind the camera? Well, see, see well, that, that, that's 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 my thing. Like, I think it would be almost more realistic and even more impactful. If if we allow if 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 this focus was more on the labor aspect of the industry, um, yeah. to 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 try to enforce this on the creative side of things, could be could be could be you're 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 you're, you're treading on territory that's that that's very personal. You know what I'm saying? So you and, and plus, to have a bunch of white people in it. No, you know I mean, yeah, that's what. You gonna force Tyler Perry to, to have old no. DeVito in the movie? No, 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 no. Let's make sure we get we're gonna quote the rules. We gotta quote it accurately. He said no, under-represent, underrepresented groups. Tyler Perry is not putting 
white people in, not because he doesn't like white people, but because they're not under. I will start that rumor. But like we just said about affirmative action, clearly the most, the, the, the default, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the default uh, underrepresented group would is going to be white women. White women. Yeah. I you know what I mean? Bert, do me a favor. I want to. Could you respond back to the show? And I want to hear your perspective from someone who's in the LGBT community. How do you feel about this particular question? Do yeah, you feel as though? Because I don't think that particular group is looking to for diversity in the same way that white people think black folks are looking for. That's very. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested I think, I think, to hear. I think, I think there's this. some more opportunities to work in the industry. As, as, a, as, as, as opposed to just being an actor on the movie screen or hey say, here's the gay guy throw him in there but no yeah. no all jokes many people would argue that that community has been always been part of hollywood they just haven't been open oh, and yeah i mean it is what it is at this stage man, Listen, man i ain't judging them this i'm jealous very but very complicated it's very complicated I'm mad at it. Thank you, Bernadette. Thank you. We appreciate you sending in your letter, man. Really appreciate it. And to show our appreciation, we're going to send you an In the Black podcast t-shirt. And if you want to get your emails or comments shared on the show, please message us on our Facebook page, or you can send us an email to intheblackpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Crush, why don't you go ahead and take it over, man? All right. Uh-oh. Well, um, I came across a very interesting piece of news. Uh, and uh, and it's something that I believe is a uh, uh, not so much a growing trend, but will be a growing trend as far as this hip hip hop industry goes. Um, a new deal uh, for the administration of the licensing of 814 of the songs in the Wu Tang Productions catalog uh, has been signed in a global publishing administration deal with Wu Tang uh, that was announced back on Tuesday, September 8th. Uh, that company is called Downtown Music Publishing, and these agreements were signed. Uh, recently, they involved uh, all pretty much all the co-founders of Wu Tang, uh, from Ghostface Killer, the Jizza, Inspector Deck, Wu Tang, and You God. And the deal basically will allow them to, uh, you know, uh, to leverage their, their their back catalog through different through different channels, um, and through different licensing deals. Um, personally, I, I want to congratulate the Wu Tang Clan for this, and and, and Rizza and his brother Mitchell Dix. Uh, this is a uh, I think this was the real payday that the Wu Tang has been looking for from day one. But didn't um, they already get a check? Well, actually, yeah. This is one. This is actually the second deal that RZA signed uh, for their catalog. He signed us uh, a, a deal earlier back in June for half the catalog. Um, and that included members like uh, You God and Capadonna, Master Killer, Killer Priest, everybody. Everybody is pretty much straight for life. Um, so how, and, how was that? So my question to you then, mm-hmm. being our music aficionado, how does that end up working? in terms of how the monies is distributed because a lot of times what we see in major deals like this mm-hmm. is that people at the forefront get the overwhelming bulk of the monies and then you have those people for lack of a better description those scragglers i guess you could say mm-hmm. because capadonna even though he's not really part of the woo i mean he's part of the woo right he's probably whoa, one whoa, of the whoa. Be careful, bro. Be I, careful. I know i'm trying to be i'm trying to be careful all right but don't be dis- a lot of people don't Think about Capadonna when they think about the woo, and I'm not certain that RZA thinks about Capadonna when it comes to the woo either. I mean, I'm talking about the dollars. So sure, how does that sure. end up working out? Well, you know, it, money, how does that break down? Well, it breaks down to rights management and who is uh, entitled to what. Um, regardless of what we think of Capadonna, regardless of what anyone thinks of Capadonna, Capadonna is a writer for Wu Tang Productions, mm-hmm. and and, how- and 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 RZA has this leveraged a hell of a deal for him. And, and and his family, uh, basically to allow his uh everything he's been written on to be used in commercials, movies, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Uh, the the next in the background, the next podcast listening to, um, hmm. I mean, uh, commercials, uh, I mean, all kinds of mediums, I mean, and and other formats, not even just uh, just not not even just recorded music. You're gonna find you're gonna find uh, different <laughs> the different ways licensing works, um, uh, over the next ten or twenty years for these guys. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, I, I know what I know what the general perception might be of certain members of the Wu Tang Clan, but it's clear now what RZA and his brother um, had in mind way back then in ninety two, ninety three. That this is what they were going for. This is the end game. So, how much oh, money are we talking about? 
ridiculous amounts of money. I don't even want to, they didn't they didn't state the number, but these these like these kinds of licensing deals, especially with this particular company who's been going around scooping on catalogs, um, they spent with other catalogs, they spent upwards of seven hundred million dollars. How much they spent for this catalog? Who knows? All I know is Capadonna is not complaining no more. Now, did they, did they sell? So they no longer own the rights to their music at all. No, that's not necessarily the truth. They are uh, they they have an administration deal. They uh, the yeah, company, that's, that's key, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. The, the, the key to this is the administration deal. They mm -hmm. uh, they this company has been has been they have an agreement with this company to administer the right their the rights to their music through other mediums. And gotcha. Wu Tang, okay. Wu -Tang the, the the individual writers will mm -hmm. reap the royalties from those opportunities. Good, good. Because that's key. Whenever we start hearing about artists and their catalog, mm -hmm. listen, I don't know a whole lot about the fucking record industry, but I know if I was in it, I probably would have shot somebody a long time ago. Because these motherfuckers <laughs> right here are thieves. Listen, I'm, well, bro, I, mean, I mean, let me, uh, you know, the, bro, the name of the, tell them. you know, the, uh, <laughs> the name of the game that I learned back in 91 um, was publishing. Mm -hmm. When it comes to being a creative of any kind, um, mm -hmm. from writers to singers uh, to sculptors, dancers, mm -hmm. um, you know anything that you put down in a recordable medium is is a uh, is a uh, is a property to be published, and and your rights to that property um, are what you leverage for wealth. Mm -hmm. Period. If you're smart. Does however, this sort of however, 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 what L's alluding to all the dumb motherfuckers who, granted, this is what the industry lives off of. They live off ignorant, ignorant artists. You know, mm -hmm. they 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 come to these poor guys, they come to these vultures, bro. They come, they come to these broke geniuses and say, "Look, man, you know, you're you're brilliant. Here's a million and a half of here's a million and a half to do this album. You've never mm -hmm. seen them a one point five. You've never seen eight hundred thousand dollars in your life." But you're not thinking about the fact that for that eight hundred thousand dollars and your contract and, and and that and that and that signature, you're probably signing away ninety five percent of your publishing, if not one hundred percent of your publishing. Mm -hmm. You know, and the thing the is, deals, boy. yeah. Well, the thing is with the, with the three sixty deal, it's not it's not as bad as it appears. You know, to a, to a, to, a, to a, I mean, from from the outside looking in, it looks bad. But from what I understand, it really is kind of a kind of a, a universal kick in the ass for everybody involved. Because you know, be. it, it should yeah. be that that that's yeah. that's that is the presumption that you know yeah. if you want to get money from all these avenues, we all have to get to work. Sure, you know what I mean. But does this set a precedent good. of some kind? Like, I don't know of any other catalogs. I don't know of any other groups or individuals that are have broken their catalog up the way RZA has and oh. has been able to. Oh. Make Brother, this, this much RZA, money off of. No, RZA isn't the only one that has been uh, cutting these kinds of publishing deals. In fact, this is this is normal. This is a uh, this is what should be this yeah. this is what should be the next step in any true legacy artist's career. You know, hmm. when you have a when you have a beloved and cherished catalog of, of work and loyal fan base and loyal yeah. fan base, there is value in that work. And you know what they. You know what you have. What you have to do is realize. You know where where you are in your career, and what and what are the opportunities you need to leverage your wealth for the for for the next stage of your life, and that that's what you know. Rich and those guys did. Hmm. Hmm. Do you see this type of control happening for folks that necessarily didn't go the route that Wu Tang went? Because I mean, Wu Tang is part of the industry. Whether yeah, we I like mean, it or not, right? I mean, but now I mean, we know I'm, that most of these new cats—they're not industry cats. They're doing SoundCloud. They're doing all these other well, platforms to garner. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, this, this, this hopefully this will be a lesson to others because uh, DJ Mustard did the same thing earlier this year. He sold, which was surprising. Sold, yeah, surprise! Mm. It, it shocked the hell out of me. And Mike Will made it, did it too. Very, very surprising. But, yes, but, very uh, but 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 they had they have a vision and a plan. Because remember, mm -hmm. you know, it's not. They, I mean, they in for <laughs> for the for the public, they say I sold my rights to my song to this company, but really yeah. nine times out of ten, it's a partnership, and they mm -hmm. still getting they're still getting like forty five percent. They still have to sign off on shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, rarely is it a case where it's just oh, all mine, goodbye. 
Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's never just an all my goodbye situation. No, you, you still have get a, to be a fool. You still, yeah. you still get a phone call. You still get a statement. You still have to attend a meeting <laughs> at least once a year. You know what I'm saying? But um, but 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 yeah, Roddy Dark, uh, Dark Child did it. Um, uh, yeah, a, a, a number of uh, uh, Teddy Riley did it. He had to do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it was an and and look, the payday is. I mean, this is this is. Not this isn't rich nigga shit. Hmm. This is wealthy nigga shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the the like this this is what RZA promised those dudes. This is what he promised them. That's why that's why looking back at that that documentary, um, on uh, HBO and seeing and seeing Ghostface, I'm like brother, brother, you. I hope you. I hope you eat. I hope you eating a good dose of humble pie now, for all that bitching. Oh, hmm. you know. Uh, against Diggs, but you're fine now. Congratulations. It's fascinating. I think the record industry in general is just so... It Literally, it's... I know saying it's another world is just like, oh, of course it's another world. But the way these folks move, it's so fascinating. Listen, man, I've never been a big RZA fan. You know what I mean? I, I understand and respect him from that standpoint, but some of the documentaries, some of the whispers about how he's gotten down his personality. That's true. It's I not something that. that I would I would want to hang around, dude. I got you. But yeah, I will say is, this dude has been making moves the past couple of years that has been absolute brilliant. I mean, motherfucker just rewrote the ice cream song. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard it the That's, other day. I heard it the other day in my neighborhood. Listen, man. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. But the one thing that we're seeing more and more of is now that the rappers and the hip-hop artists that are moving into quote-unquote mainstream, they actually getting their money for moving in the mainstream. Yeah. Like, they're getting paid for The young yeah, I mean, brother, Travis Scott. I mean, it, My it, man got a whole meal at Everything. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, look. And he's look. getting a bag for that look, joint. You know how many collabs look, he's done with Nike since he started doing this joint? Bro, and his, look, his stuff is so crazy. Look, look, let me tell you. Let me tell you. The the the, the name of the game these days for, for new artists, and I, I and, and I learned this years ago, Um, it's not about record deals. You know? Uh, no. It's not, I mean, back, back, back in, you know, back in 90, 89 and 90, me and my guys were so pressed to be on Def Jam and Electra and Loud Records and everything. Now, mm-hmm. Now it's about leveraging, leveraging for partnerships, brand brand recognition. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I give you that. It's about it's, it's about it's about it's about partnerships that leverage presence and global reach. Mm-hmm. You know, not just uh, getting spins on your on, on not just getting spins on your on your man's you know joint. I mean, although that's part of it. But it's part of a much bigger picture now. Yeah, a much well, larger once, part. Once the actual radio industry began to fall off the way it did, rappers had to find a different way to kind they of had make to money find a different down, avenue. Right? Yeah. Yep. And you can't be on tour touring and doing shows like forever. With the Rona? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not with the Rona, no. I mean, although <laughs> although it looks like there might be some, there might be a solution or two out there, but it'll take a while for it to you know settle in. Yeah, some people are making money on the live on on the live stream shit, but I don't know if everybody can do that. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing for everybody to do that, man. Yeah, yeah, because you have to have a huge following to make it make sense. But you know, this, you know, what what RZA did definitely is, I think, just an example of the uh, of the of the mindset that um, we as you know as black people and as not just artists but as black people need to have about. Um, about our property, about ownership, entrepreneurship. About, yeah, about, yeah, about entrepreneurship. Yeah. You know, it's like that one thing. One thing we can't be is sentimental about business. Ooh. Never be yeah, sentimental about business. What's the what's yeah. the what's the what's the what's the what's the one thing you want to do with your business the most, y'all? Yeah, sell that, that shit. Make more business. Sell that shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I knocked over my candle. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay okay boogie i know you've been waiting for this moment uh, uh, here, we here we go here we go talk about your talk you about your so favorite, <laughs> talk about your look, at favorite look at his face <laughs> so uh, he's ready 
Go no. ahead, Boogie. Take it over, man. He's ready. Hey, man, listen, uh, just to be clear to all the listeners, <laughs> this shit is not the shit that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> you again. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, I am pushing this all week. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you were prepping us all week, man. Uh, <laughs> these motherfuckers is lying. Why are you lying we're, to these people, we're, we're, man? Prep, we're preparation eights. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, man. I... Whatever people want to do in their bedroom sexually, oh, God. do that shit secretly. Uh, so, Odell me. Beckham Jr., man, uh, got to start off with the New York Giants, to the Browns, uh, real flamboyant dude, makes a lot of one-hand catches. <laughs> one-hand <laughs> catches. <laughs> oh, my God. Recently, recently an IG model. Oh, my God. Decided she wanted to go on some trash ass podcast. Downfall man. society. Uh, and decided that she wanted to talk about some of the sexual exploit that she has. So she shared how she gave oral sex to seven members of the Phoenix Suns. Jesus uh, and listen, I, I'm, I'm going to. Is that a record? No, I doubt it, but go ahead. But while describing the details of her alleged strange encounter with NFL football star Odell Beckham Jr., the Instagram model stated that the Browns wide receiver allegedly told her not to shower for 24 hours so she could shit on him. Yeah, 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 want, yeah. Hold up. I want you to rewind that. Say that one more time for the folks who might not have heard you in the back. Odell Beckham Jr., star wide receiver of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> brown on brown crime. Allegedly <laughs> <laughs> told this woman not to shower for 24 hours because he wanted her to shit on him. <laughs> she goes on in the conversation. You know, he wanted pictures of her sitting on the toilet. Uh, it was just a really strange conversation. It's strange for a number of reasons, man. One, shit's involved. That's probably the number yeah, that's one. Probably, yeah, that's reason number one. <laughs> that's reason number one. <laughs> reason number one. Two, Shit is involved. <laughs> Reason number three, just for the people who didn't hear the first two reasons, shit is involved. Okay, Part so Odell Beckham's sexual thing is that he likes for women to shit on him. Now, honestly, this is a whole sexual fetish. There are a lot of people out in the world who like this. It's called scat. S-C-A-T. They like to play with this and all these different types of things. But the one thing that I found so disturbing besides the fact that he... Hey, let's sh- take, let's wait, take wait, it wait, back. Wait, that was the, 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 the that Biggie thing? skit. That Biggie skit. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The 90s I really thought that that was just foolishness for foolishness sake. I didn't know it was real stuff, man. I didn't know it was real stuff, but hey, if if it floats your boat, I mean that's that's old. Whatever, man. I, I, I don't even care too much about the fact that he likes that. That's 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 what he likes to do. That's how he gets down. Right. A uh, couple of things I had an issue with. For one, if you have that type of money, that type of riches. Who you are sleeping with and who you are sharing your sexual fetishes with should never, never, ever, ever, ever reach a shit-ass podcast where some raggedy-ass chick is out there telling your business like this. I am more blown away by the fact that his business was able to be put out in the street than the fact that he likes to be shit on in the sheets. That's more of a... True. That's it. Listen, True. True. I am blown away every time I hear one of these celebrities, man. Some so of you, their private business get out of here. You don't like cast the, as the, the lack of the lack of expression. The lack of expression is surprising. It's blown, blown. He flew her out, bro. 
Jesus Christ. He flew her out and prepped her to what he wanted to have done before that. You didn't vet this chick beforehand? Hold up. Odell he, Beckham, is, he, he, he signed, he signed he contracts in his life. He's yeah. never heard of an NDA? Like, I, I'm not understanding, like, like for me, like, like you said, if what, that's what floats your boat, then that's what floats your boat. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's your thing. I but, don't. Everybody who's listening, shit is not the shit for me. Okay? Just so we know. I ain't with the shits when I'm with the shits, if you get what I'm <laughs> Yeah, you with the shits. You just said it. You with yeah. the shits. All right. All day. All day. Send you a different type of message. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. No, but I mean, like I said, if that's what he does, then that's what he does. But like you said, for it to become public knowledge. And I think that, like Phil was saying, man, I think social media, this age that we're in where information does not seem to be... And I know I sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but information doesn't seem oh, to be right. sacred anymore, if you get what I'm saying. Like, oh. it's all... Because let's let's be 100%. That information... Information is power, and that information can be leveraged into dollars. That's the primary thing right there. She's yeah. on a podcast, and now we're... And that being the great guys that we are, we haven't mentioned who she is. But there's a lot of folks that are talking about her, and it's gaining her clout. It's gaining her clout. And he didn't come out. And either he said nothing. He put a tweet out about nothing knocking him off his pivot or some nonsense like that. He came out with a number of response, joking about what she said. But it was and that nothing. And it said no, I did not. Nothing was like ho ho time out, bro. I ain't with the shits. Like he ain't come out and say that. He he came out and had jokes on jokes. He just ignored it. He just ignored it. But you know what? I, maybe that's a smart thing to do, my guy. Because if we, if he said, "Nah, I'm not about that," then it's his word against her word, and people the are still going to believe. Thing. People are still going to believe it. People, there's people who are still going to believe Odell or an Instagram model. The Instagram model in a lot of cases, but, and I only say that because people know that Odell has a history of being weird. He should come on. You said what? He shit weird. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, I'm just. <laughs> People have always called Odell a special case. You know what I'm saying? So for this to be the deal, I'm not. Yeah, you know, not but, too surprised. And I'm going to be really, really shallow here. And, and I don't care how mad. We usually like that anyway. But go ahead. But have y'all seen this woman? I'm gonna uh, let you say it because have you seen yes, no, I have. No, and no, no. listen, I, I, listen, 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 listen. I know it's it's broke big O, right? I don't got no bread. If I was single, maybe that might be something I would dabble in. But Odell money, and you're flying chicks out, and I'm flying chicks out. And that's that's Odell. that's not that's not I'm, one I'm flying out, my guy. You got Odell money. That's what you want to know. Send her a bus ticket. Bro, I'm not calling an Uber for this chick. Nah, she's going to have to ride Uber pool. Damn. Really? My guy. No, okay. Let's keep it 100. Like you said, let's keep it 100. I'm talking about on the scale of what you would assume that someone like Odell Beckham would have. I don't know if you remember, not too long ago, he had... He had a baddie with him that took a picture of him while they were in the bed together, and it blew up. Means, it's an affection word for saying an attractive woman. Baddie is, ladies. Okay, we're not misogynistic, really. I'm gonna still get the email. Hey, 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 all right, go ahead. Get the email. <laughs> I was already a race hater and also bullshit. I'm gonna be a woman hater tomorrow after the interview. But yes, he had a very attractive young woman with him that it blew up because she was taking pictures of him while he was sleeping and it became a whole thing. Yeah, so yeah. if I'm going to compare, if I'm going to compare that young lady oh, to the one that he flew out to do allegedly flew out to allegedly do the shits with. Okay. Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Is she, wait is your, she, your journalistic integrity is growing every single show we do. I like it. Shout out to my aunt, bro. She's <laughs> wait, is she that busted? It's not. I won't say. Listen, I won't you say. You're not hearing what we're saying, crush. 
I just don't think that she is attractive. On par, on par with what you think. All right. Listen, I don't. We have, sound like some real bastards right now. I hope you guys. Know I'm that. not flying her out. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe her. Maybe her shit is stellar. I mean, I, but you know what's fun? Maybe let's let's take a step back. You know that given who she is, who she's associated with, because I'm trying not to make these connections, because I'm not trying to give her any more clout than she's already getting. Hey, but man. given the circles that she runs in, maybe that's the reason why he thought it was necessary. You get what I'm saying? So don't forget, not too long ago, there was Superhead. Everybody knew Superhead, but everybody knew Superhead for a reason, right? Everybody knew Superhead for a reason because she went, she ran in those circles. You get what I'm saying? So maybe she's like Superhead. I, I'm, I'm just speculating. Supership. Super colon. I don't know. This is this is the reason why I hate the both of you so much. The, the gastro queen. I don't know. <laughs> I want. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. I just want people to be clear, though, man. It's not so much about the fetish or what he likes sexually. Allegedly, for me, I'm just blown away that you are a celebrity and you move like this. Yeah, you can't keep. Like, yeah, yeah. That was that was reckless. That was, really reckless. That was really reckless. reckless. You're flying out somebody who has a reputation amongst other people who hasn't been able to keep what she did with other people a secret. And as soon as she gets an opportunity, she goes on a podcast and not only talks about you, but talks about her sexual exploits with other professional athletes. And this is who you flying out, bro. But you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it all the way funky with you guys, man. Oh, I hope. Oh, I'm God. gonna keep it all the way funky with you. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I wish she came on our podcast and said that because you know that dirty ass little podcast that she announced that news on is oh they got the, the, the listens have killed now. I know they're making a killing. The listens have killed now, and the listens have killed I, just because, like you said, someone taking advantage, clout chasing, and she turned it into something, and now they're benefiting from it's money is information is power. Power is money, man. It's Anyway, it is what it is at this point. But Odell needs to figure something out because he's already got a whole bunch of strikes against him for some foolishness that he did when he's with New York. And he's not playing as well as he was supposed to have been playing when he came over. So you're not playing like you should be. And you got rumors about getting shitted on. Like you're getting shitted on on and off the field. Come on, my guy. Let's be real. I'm just blown away, man. I just, I just. Again, I want to see men in general move smarter and make men and women, yeah. not just men, but men and women move smarter. Uh, it says something of volume to me about this woman's integrity and her personality and character that she would go but on the show and share these type of things. But again, yeah. Yeah. she's in that industry, man, where it's all about the clout, man. All or nothing, too. Yeah, she got that. I mean, all to the side, she's getting she's getting what she wants, man. People are giving it to her because even in the small research that I did for for the segment, there were tons. Uh, listen, tons man, who had at least nine pages worth of articles on this topic by itself. On this particular topic, it is what it is, man. All right. Right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. So, Crush, what's up? Man, I mean, uh, shoot, there's not much I can really say except, oh, actually, I want to announce that I have an interview coming up next week, uh, next Wednesday, um, with my uh, with my uh, my old crew, the Amphibians, on, on IG Live on 7 p.m. I'm going to be talking about pretty much uh my uh my come up as a as a producer and uh my come up with them you know they were my they were they still are my musical family you know they're spread across the globe now and uh you know I, I look forward to having that chat with them i thought you were going to announce that you were dropping another mixtape i bro, i thought it was another album i, I know i, just, I thought it was the only person album. i know that's dropped as many mixtapes in this shorter span uh like this is little wayne like there was a part <laughs> where little wayne dropped like eight mixtapes <laughs> like yeah so i was like damn this nigga feel is at it again this nigga well, feel is at it again but well, we like I mean, it man congratulations phil man that's what we talking about no, yeah no doubt boogie what's up man 
Uh, on a very serious note, man, a couple of days ago here in Coatesville, Pennsylvania, there was another incident with members of the Coatesville Police Department. Uh, a couple of young gentlemen ranging in their mid-20s were having a party on Labor Day. Someone called with a noise complaint, at which point in time the Coatesville Police Department showed up, busted inside these young people's houses, and things went downhill rapidly. Uh, there was definite acts of violence. There's a video floating around that's going kind of viral right now. Uh, thankfully, there was no loss of lives. No is one was. body cam footage or just footage from? There is body cam footage. There's all that that we are petitioning. The community is petitioning for this to be released. Uh, I just want to send prayers and positive thoughts to these young people who suffered the hands of this police violence, man. And there's a ton of work to be done, man. So please Indeed. keep these young people in their prayers, man. Yeah, no doubt. We appreciate that, man. Um, what's up for me this week is another book. Um, I happen to stumble across a book. It's a very interesting book, actually, just in case you into the shits like, like me and just need to break away. Oh. Not Odell Beckham type shit. I'm just talking about regular foolishness. Oh Lord! Oh my go. God. Okay, never mind. Screw. I'll, I'll I'll edit that part out. But no, but the book is actually called Boink: The Unusual Coupling Between Science and Sex. It's a breakdown of physiologists and sex experts <laughs> in the <laughs> and they haven't. I haven't gotten to that chapter of the book yet. <laughs> But they they talk oh, about no, these scientists. No, they talk about these scientists and the process and the the, the rigors and the bro. the rigors. You and Odell sending DMs back and forth about about shit. the rig about the rigors of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, you gonna do it, bro? Listen, man, have a drink. I mean, before shit can't be rigorous. I read it in a book called Boink. This is how it flows, bro. You nasty ass dude. <laughs> this is why they should have never gave you niggas money. That's all it is. Should have never gave you niggas money. Dark skin ass nasty nigga. I'm about, I'm about to I'm about to log about to log off of this, this, this video and go get my baby oil. This people already think since my aunt already thinks I'd be savaging myself with baby oil because of you motherfucker. God damn it. Uh, Phil, are, where can people bro. find you if they'd like to oh, find you? Yes, check me out on Instagram at the Orange Crush with a K or at SP Methods. No doubt. Elgin, where can people find you in your terrible <laughs> my, my inbox is already popping open. Uh, no bullshit. Uh, you didn't mention the clears tonight. Okay, clear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't oh, worry. Man. I know you'll do it sometime later. We'll get the uh, emails. Man. But really, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Elgin Bailey. Uh, we can talk. I may cut you out, but we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another episode, another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. Remember, the In the Black podcast is your opportunity to check into the culture, learn something new, and have a little bit of fun while you're doing it. If you like stuff like this, please follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, informed intelligent intelligent in, in the, the black, black. <laughs> peace, peace. <laughs> this is this is the in the black podcast in the black bro Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. what up? I read a black coffee, Bretchen. Listen, in the black podcast, like your lad, it's all facts. You don't like that, the fault fact. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong, then you're informed. Intelligent elements always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest in them, my excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up he bro, man a specialist. No what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said they my cheat, who no do it so effortless. I listen them, I learn when them listen them, I benefit. Reporting current events, 
everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, a scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence. In your house or your tenement, listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with melanin, power that's so unsettling. Bright in the stars, bringing some light back to the desolate. In the black podcast, that your land is all facts. You don't like that, the fuck back. In the black podcast, they punt up. Who knows you watch black up in your chat? Me can't flop. In the black podcast, that your land is all facts. You don't like that, the fuck back. In the black podcast, we all lost. The whole of them can't, none of them can't trust. Yes, it's like that this is